Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right right hey! Oh! Um, we are... It's been a night. I'm going to do the intros in a second, but I just want to put it out there. It's been a night. It has been a night. It's been actually a day. It's been a day. It's been a day. Welcome to Last Call with Shimmy and Schmitty. Jessica Klein-Schmidt here with Amelia Schimmel. For those of you who don't know, I'm the A's sideline reporter, if you will, doing a lot of stuff with social media, also on the broadcasting team. And I'm the A's PA announcer. Yeah. And so we're, we're creating this really cool thing and we're excited to bring y'all with us and um cheers. I got those uh, first show jitters I think you see, know see, it could be indigestion honestly um so I don't I'm ready to like I'm like this this I'm glad we poured a drink because mm-hmm. it's been like I said a day a day you a know day. we have to clink again that wasn't good enough. Oh, oh my gosh thank you for being yeah clink it, crazy oh, oh that's nice that's nice, nice. Mm. This is bourbon, by the way. I'm extremely because we're classy. I'm extremely weird about the clinks, and I'm so glad Amelia Amelia is your mm-hmm. name. Yeah, nice Let to meet me, you. Nice to meet you too. Uh, <laughs> first time, long time. Uh, the A's won seven to five tonight against the AL West. I want to say thorn in the sides. I feel like it's vice versa. Houston Astros. I was saying yesterday. I feel like the A's are a bigger thorn in the side of the Astros than mm-hmm. just about any other, especially AL West team, but yeah. maybe any other West Coast team. It's always nice to get a win against the Astros. It yes. feels extra nice. And we had a lot of cool things happen today. A little bit cardiac at the end there. A okay. Bit... Yeah. Um, I think you owe me an apology. I know I do. Okay. We got to start off with an apology. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Okay. Of course, the second round draft pick, Henry Bolte. Uh, what was his name again? That would be Bolty. Uh-huh. I thought it was Bolt because I watched a couple videos, you know, pipeline style videos, MLB stuff, and they said Bolt, but I should not have trusted that because we know better. And Jess, you know better. And I did give you a heart attack at the end of the day when I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Bolt. And she's like, well, I just interviewed him and I called him Bolty several times. Yeah. So. so not even that. The fact was the game had been over. I was walking into Mark Kotze's availability in the post game, mm-hmm. which means not only had I did my, my done my one-on-one interview for Twitter with Henry Bolty. Yeah, lean in for effect. I'm huh? going to lean in for effect, but I had just been conversing with him. I know the scouts very well who mm. referred to him as that. Amelia comes in hot. I thought the, it was helping. You like, were, I thought it was about to save you. From, yeah, not from ridicule. Like, yeah, and my, mind you, I was like on my last leg of the day. It's just been a long one. And she just like, it's Bolt. And I was like, yeah, he had a good game, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sky Bolt. Sky Bolt. Sky Bolt did homer today. Yeah. And I have a fun little nugget about that as well. Mm-hmm. But um, she's like, it's Bolt. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then she said, no, his name is pronounced Bolt. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> However, since Amelia, who, by the way, is one of my closest friends, had to go get 
a little bit of a confirmation from a one Mr. Glenn Kuyper, which I do appreciate. I walked out with Glenn. I said, you know, Glenn, I watched a couple of videos on MLB because I don't get to listen, unfortunately, to the broadcast or to Jess's wonderful interviews while I'm doing the game because, you know, we're there in the control room, we're focused and I'm announcing the batters currently. And then, you know, I, I, I watched the videos and that's the only way I can know, you know, he's 18 years old. Like, you does did. he even know how his name is pronounced? That is a, I don't know. If you met Henry Bolte, you would know he, he's like literally one of the most, one of the best interviews, honestly, I've ever had period mm-hmm. out of everybody. He sweet. And he yeah. was very sweet, very well put together. I had to keep reminding myself I was talking to an 18 year old. Um, so with all said and done, I don't hate you. You're still amazing, but that is so, that's honestly the sweetest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> like it was, but me. it was very much like, you've got to be kidding me kind of vibe. <laughs> I felt really bad about I it. I so badly wanted to be like, well, once I heard you mispronounce a player's name on the PA, which wouldn't have been true, but I felt like doing it. Well, um, you can do that. That'd be yeah. okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. And so let's go back to the win because the one guy I want to talk about is Tony Kemp mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons. Because. He was part of that, uh, the three peat back to back to back Homer that took place um, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that was with him, Pinder and Murphy in the unfortunate loss to the Rangers. But I also want to talk about, it was the first time that it occurred since April 15th, 2006, when that, when Frank Thomas, Eric Chavez and, and, Milton, Bradley. and Milton Bradley did it. And I was, I was so lucky where I got to talk to Ken Korak about mm-hmm. it in the post game show. And he was there. We talked about it. Now let's talk about Tony Kemp, who also went yard today mm. um, against his former team. I looked down at my phone after the game and you were like, Hey, this is interesting. <laughs> Tony Kemp and I kind of have a- five Tony Kemp at 160 pounds of five foot six, which is my height and weight. Oh so, my God. We just, I, you should never tell anybody your weight, but like, I looked down and I was like, wait, I can be a power hitter. You now. totally could. Yeah. And so what we're trying to tell you guys is they are filling a roster spot with Amelia Schimmel coming up. Hey. Um, it is the season of opportunity. So why not? <laughs> um, so that was really cool. And, um, and then of course, here's a question for you is during the post game show, mm-hmm. Cody Elias had to be like, Hey, when back in 2006, Jessica and I were X, Y, and Z, we were still in high school. I was wearing, I was mixing oh, Hollister. Let's... I was mixing Hollister and Abercrombie like a crazy person Yeah, let's not with play my that old game. Navy white flip-flops. I think I had hoop earrings with my name in them. So there's we that. Lived I was like lives. trolling around Southland Mall and know, I was in into North, minor trouble. North Valley's Reno, Nevada. So <laughs> we lived two different two, lives, two, bro. Uh, 2006. Woof. Good year. Good vintage. It is a good year. That is, wow. Time does fly, huh? It does. And you're looking at Henry Bolte and he's half my age. Yeah. It was funny. I actually, it is right now. When I left the Bolte interview, I sat down to my work husband, um, MLB.com, A's beat reporter, Martin Gallegos and said, so I just finished an interview with a, with a millionaire. And he goes, Jess, you interview millionaires all the time. And I was like, oh, (laughs) and then I took it back and I said, I've never, I don't think I've actually ever interviewed an 18 year old millionaire. Hmm. Wild. I might have knowing how social media and TikTok is probably, but humble and sweet. I I had to keep reminding myself, but we're excited to see him. We are very excited to see him. Um, and one of my favorite things was from the neck down, he looks like Mark Canna from the neck up. He's got Nick Allen vibes. And it's, yeah, oh. isn't that funny? Okay. I didn't know we were like dissecting the whole thing. Like who's, whose ears does he have? I was going to say, you know, I'm not, I know a lot of scouts and 
prospect analysts aren't good with comps, but that was my comp. <laughs> that was an amazing. You comp. know, a Bay I Area guy, so very Mark Canna. And Fulty was an Ace fan. Yes. It seems growing up. Yeah. The picture that we tweeted out, adorable. That was in 2011. Oh my god. Yeah. I was like 47 that year. I was around the same. Yeah. I was around the same. The Asian reverse. We do. It's like it's just like this weird Benjamin Button thing. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, so many gray hairs from tonight's game but also just thinking about like you know how old I'm getting I was gonna say in my notes you just wrote gray hairs I want to know more about that I did um because I have to dye my hair like every few weeks otherwise I start to look like Cruella de Vil and why don't you just go full-blown gray okay because it grows in in power alleys it's like 350 to right center like 402 to left center it's not even it's not just like the cute trendy like oh she's going gray but she's young kind of look it's not that it's, the ballpark factors are an issue. Yeah. I will say they could do a diagram on NBC sports, California, yeah. like wind, but also like where my grays grow in. Yeah. I know what you mean. And you know, some people just hit better at the Coliseum compared to like truest park. I get that. <laughs> um, so maybe your, maybe your hair, hair will thrive just, in the cell. Yeah. Now you guys know, like every two weeks, you're going to see all these gray hairs and then poof, my hair is going to be Brown again, mysteriously and magically, but games like this, the grays come in and we won. It's all good. It is all good. And it's funny that you mentioned that, like you, you were texting me before the game and you were talking about adding a tab and you accidentally predicted that to tan. Yeah. As I was adding to the notes, my self tanner melted today Mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. Um, but I want to say it's, I think it's holding strong. No, it's not. Um, it's, it's nice. It looks really nice. You look really tan. It's very nice. I look I look fine. I don't know. I don't know what I look like right now, but I am thriving. You are thriving. I am thriving. Um, Going back to today's game, I've been very impressed with the way that the A's are the Star Spangled Banner, the national anthem. I guess it's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it depends on which dialect. Let me just put my thesaurus away. Yeah, we'll edit Um, that part out. Yeah, and you mentioned Tony Lindsay and he did a really beautiful job, but you were, you, you specifically mentioned that you wanted to talk about him in more yeah. ways than just how he performed. Okay. First of all, this is the one anthem. Well, there's several anthems that I really like, but this anthem, I was like goosebumps chills because he comes into the control room or, you know, every anthem singer comes into the control room and does their sound check and they're singing basically it's like a private performance and I'm sitting over there doing game notes. And all of a sudden I hear this angelic voice coming from our audio booth and I'm like, what's going on? I, and I look over and it's 11 time Grammy award-winning artist, you know, Santana lead singer, Tony Lindsay. And I'm like, oh my God, how cool is this? Like I get to listen not only to the anthem when he sings it, but like the sound check and it sounds amazing. And we're all just like clapping afterwards and we're not even supposed to, we're just, you know. It felt recorded, that's how beautiful it, it was. It was beautiful. And I hear we're going to have him back for a Giants game oh, too. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm not sure which one. I think maybe the Saturday, but don't don't quote me on that one. But that'll be nice too because come you know, out to both games and you'll be able to see. Yeah, either come way. out to both. He might be singing on one of them. Yeah, know? exactly. So. You have a 50 <laughs> chance. Um, but I want to go back and talk about Tony because he yeah, gave yeah. a really good quote. Yeah. Um, so in the game today, and I mentioned, you know, he was part of that back to back to back, and then heading into it, hit another home run today. And we talked to him after the game, Tony Kemp, and he tells me all the time when we have interviews. I forget often that I'm a baseball player and he wants to be known as a good player, like a good person, I should Mm -hmm. say. 
And today we were talking about what worked for him. And he said the reset was very important to him. And that's the all-star break. And he was like, I just wanted to, I got to hang out with my wife and kid, have a few of, you know, those relaxing days. And of course I am obsessed with Michelle Kemp. She's fantastic. And they were Mm -hmm. grilling at a farmer's market and they grilled the food that they got at the farmer's market, which is like right up your alley. It's like your perfect Saturday. I love a good farmer's market. Yeah. Like love. I feel like I was talking about Pete Alonzo recently and we were giving our predictions for the home run derby. And we thought, I said, when Pete Alonzo dies, his heaven's going to be the home run derby. That's Your, morbid, but you, love it. Yours yeah. is going to be a semi-crowded farmer's market where you get all the mm. produce that you want. Mm. Yeah. So it's going to be definitely a farmer's market in the Bay area. Cause that's where all the best produce is obviously. Um, my fridge right now is a farmer's market, basically. Like if you open the fridge door, like a mango is going to fall out at you. Um, so yeah, I, I am a farmer's market frequenter, um, would love to have maybe a cat or two and a baby Bjorn on the front just to kind oh of my gosh, yes. style. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, definitely some baseball obviously involved in that heavenly scenario. Um, yeah, I don't know. That is lovely. It's beautiful. It's really nice. Next episode, we'll talk about my idea of heaven. Cause I'm, I might, I'm swarming. Stay tuned y'all. I'm swar- That's a tease. I'm swarming with ideas. <laughs> And I feel like it would depend on the mood too. I have to think, you actually sprung that on me a little bit and I need to think about it a little bit more because I don't want to like shortchange, like in case it comes true, I don't want like them to be them or whoever is dictating what that is. Um, You know, oh, you said you wanted a farmer's market. So here I am in like San Leandro at the farmer's market for eternity, but fine. As long as the fruit is ripe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, It's funny that you mentioned springing it on you because I was nervous about Henry Bolte's questions because I went from like just talking about his first warm-up partner who his first official warm-up partner in an AZ uniform is Ramon Laureano. Mm-hmm. That was his catch partner. You know how important that catch partner mm-hmm. is. Um, and he even said, he was like, you were reminded he's just a guy. And we have another Ramon little anecdote later, but he really is. You see Ramon Laureano out in the field, like running into the padding after the warning track and making these catches and then he just walks in and he talks about like just casual like I don't think he even impresses himself sometimes I, I think he's just like oh hum I just threw the ball like 400 feet and he's obsessed with Reba the groundskeeper yeah. dog who just like I thought Ramon was like getting ready to talk to me but I was just hanging out with Reba and then he was like waiting for Reba to go to him like I get it it's fair and um and that was cool and then like he put on a show in the bullpen but I asked him or the sorry the batting cage and then I asked him during our one-on-one and what I did was it was like a casual conversation about Ramon Laureano, the, the batting practice. And then I gave him a rapid fire. My, one of my all-time favorite questions I came up with was today. Okay. Okay. Let's have it. So I said, picture yourself, you're playing MLB the show. You do create a player mode. Who is the stance you want your player to mo- like mirror Ooh. after? And his, well, it's all yes, this to Bolte. That's to Bolte. Okay. And, um, and he said, I usually go for Bellinger and I believe Acuna. And -hmm. he said it was very smooth. And do you want to know what my answer is? No, what? When my boyfriend's playing. Craig Council? No. Jim Edmonds? No. When (laughs) my my boyfriend's playing LB the show, I like Matt Olson, but right-handed. Ooh. Okay. But I do have to tell, while we were talking about, you know, we were talking about Ramon a little bit. I have to tell you a funny story that, is it funny? It's probably not funny, but it's interesting to me. Yes. We, a few years back, I want to say 2018 or 2019, we went up to the top of Mount Davis with Ramon and we did a feature and we had him with throw- Ruby Lopez, right? with Ruby Lopez, love the her. Great Ruby Lopez. I'm going to get more alcohol. <laughs> Important. Yeah. 
Um, and we walked up to the top of Mount Davis and the, the tarps were off at the time. And we were doing a feature just showing like kind of what the angle was from up there. Thank you. What a beautiful pour. Thank oh my you. God. Bless your heart. And yeah, get that right next to the microphone so they can hear it. Yes. Okay. And Sorry. Ramon was, we were basically top step of Mount Davis. Beautiful view from up there, by the way. You can see like a lot of Oakland from like over the rest of the, the bowl of the Coliseum. And he threw a ball flat footed from the top step. I almost got in a lot of trouble for this because, you know, you don't want to get him injured or yeah. whatever. But flat footed threw a ball at one hop the infield. I am not kidding. It was like we were all just jaw dropped, flat footed, okay, wow. on a stair from the top of Mount Davis, one hopped the infield. Yeah. That's how strong that man's arm is. And uh, that was wild. Between today, that very first hit, um, the first inning, if that went over his head, like the game could have been a game changer. And then yeah. yesterday he showed off his arm too. And between him and Sky Bolt, I will say Sky Bolt has a damn good arm. It's just mm -hmm. not shown off a lot. But Ramon Laureato in every aspect of the game is good, but his defensive game is just yeah. insane. Next level. But let's talk about something that's more important, how he dresses his hot dog. So... <laughs> During we have the promos in between the games and we talk about how, what the guy, there's one promo that says, how do yeah. you dress your hot dog? Yeah. Those are the videos that play on the video board, which we shoot, you know, in my previous role as the executive producer, we would go to spring training every year and the players would come to a productions tent and they would talk to us for, you know, half an hour, hour, whatever, whatever time they had. And we would ask them questions like, is a hot dog a sandwich Which or it whatever is. like okay it's not but we're it, gonna fight about a, that it's a sandwich. we'll fight later we'll yeah. fight later yeah. we're gonna table this we're gonna yeah circle back and talk offline yes um so we do these now i'm distracted because you said something so horrible by the way the other day <laughs> when you called a gif a gif first of all your name is Jessica from now on okay because that's it's, fine it's gif but i came up with the Jessica thing in the joke okay but time. anyways back to spring training right where we get you know the players kind of show a little bit of personality on camera all of that video gets edited and put onto the board for these in-game features that happen throughout the season. And so we have a few different features where, and one where we ask the players, like, how do you dress your hot dog? Mm -hmm. And some of them, I think Tony Kemp said like a little bit of ketchup and Lou Trevino says like, he wants a pretzel bun with onions. And then Ramon says that he puts Doritos on his hot dog. And I quote, because you got to put some stuff on it. <laughs> And I, I, gets I, me every time. I have it on my, on my phone. He said it so casually, like it was a Here normal thing Here to do. She's going to play it off her phone. This is really high tech. Yeah. You're going to have to watch an ad first. Oh, I'm still connected to Bluetooth. Hold on. He knows some stuff in there. Just ketchup and Doritos. Yeah, if you want to put some stuff in there, just you know, ketchup and Doritos. You know what's funny, though, is when my little brother and I were little, we would eat, our favorite meal was two hot dogs, and I would get Cheetos, and he would have Doritos, and it was just ketchup on the hot dogs. Okay, I'm going to say something, like, pretty sinful, honestly, right now. I'm not a hot dog fan. And that's okay. If, I really there's, like, one, you know, when you, like, snap into some of those, like, the, but they have the, like, you know, tough exterior, you know? I don't know. Maybe that's a metaphor for life or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not a big hot dog fan. I don't know a lot. Of, give me some, some Coliseum nachos, like a helmet full of nachos. Is I'm that down. your go-to ballpark vibe? 
Ooh. Say, say you're say you're at the ballpark as a fan. Mm. What are you ordering? Okay, so I'll tell you what I did growing up because okay. I've been going to the Coliseum since I was like a fetus. And um, you know, I would get some red vines for sure. Actually, we had red ropes back in the day. Oh. Yeah. It was deceptive because you would think that the red rope was like really long, but then you'd finish it in like I think it was like seconds. a novelty thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want a measurement on how many feet those actually were because I like I, to hit my teammates with them. <laughs> So you chose violence. I did. Um, and that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I chose to just eat, just inhale it as fast as I possibly could. Interesting. That's um, before my mom found out that my dad got me the red rope. And yeah. then, you know, and yeah. she also like put the kibosh on cotton candy because, and I quote, What's it's kind of- empty calories. What does kibosh know, mean? That means like, you know, you can't, oh, you can't have it. Okay. Like, yeah. You put, she put her foot down. Like, um, we never had cotton candy growing up. I'm not saying this because it's a sob story. I want you to feel bad for me, but you should feel bad. For That's me like really sad. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, like the 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 kid needs to be like blue and pink all yeah, over them. Like yeah, exactly. To live. So I would have a red rope. I would have some nachos, but you got to have like the real fake cheese. Yes, obviously the baker the better. The I, real I fake cheese, yeah, yeah, yeah. which sounds like an oxymoron, but it's, but not. it's not. It's actually it's not. just a really important. Um, My tummy has less analysis. issues with real fake cheese than like actual cheese. Mm. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, as yeah, our age, like yeah. everything affects my stomach. So um, I'm super young, but I don't know about you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, I think we'll maybe table the food conversation. I want to think about it a little bit because cool. food, as you know, is very important to me. There a, a story that I'm really excited for you to talk about. Mm. Um, is his name Nate Lowe, Nathaniel Lowe, Nathan Lowe. <laughs> I had a source tells me. Yeah. That well, by the way, he came into the league as Nate Lowe, and I remember announcing him as Nate Lowe. Like this, a, this is a player from the Rangers, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and I have yeah. been announcing that long, obviously, yes. but I think it was maybe 2020 or or 2021. And um, you know, I've definitely announced him as Nate Lowe. And then one day I look at the, you know, the scorecard and it says Nathaniel Lowe. I'm like, oh, are we going by his government name or what? And I found out that it's Nathaniel Lowe because his mom asked the PA announcer in Texas to call him Nathaniel. Like, I imagine this very cute exchange where she like comes yeah. up. To, I don't know how it went down. She comes up to him and says like, I named him Nathaniel. And I would like you I'm to call him you. that. And I apparently Nathaniel Lowe was totally cool with it. And I think the Mets had some fun with it on their scoreboard. They said Nathaniel Lowe, because his mom wants us to call him that. And nobody's going to argue with mom. Yeah, absolutely. Ever. But I can see like my mom doing something like that. So if I ever make the bigs, you guys, um, I think my mom's probably, well, I I'll do that harassing the PA announcer would be her harassing me, which yeah, which is probably going to happen. It's, it's, it actually kind of did happen. It happens on a daily basis, yeah. but we love you, mom. Um, yeah. So today was a really interesting day. Walk me through like from the moment that you got there. I mean, I don't know if you and I had like as much of a crazy day. I don't know. I'm still like, I was a busy, you know, for a Monday, it was like, there was a lot going on. I, I don't know. know. Beginning of the series, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I can be honest, I feel like every other day, the Astros are in town. And mm-hmm. so it was funny. So last night I was, I don't know if this is going to go on, but yeah, it's like, they can't get enough of us. Like you know? you're so obsessed yeah. with us, <laughs> but <laughs> I was FaceTiming with Matthew and like the other day he goes, you guys play the Astros like all the time. And I remember looking at my scorebook, like, oh my gosh, if I like, I keep writing Jose Altuve in my scorebook. And then last night he goes, so who are you guys playing tomorrow? I was like the Astros. He's like, uh-huh. Oh, for real? Like, yeah, he, no, he, actually, like, it was just so much. And it was we're funny. playing like 42 teams or 42 games against Texas teams. This yeah. Month. And that, no, that's not statistically possible, but we are. Right. And Julia Morales told me, cause she, um, when she was on the show recently, she goes, 
I'm here all the time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. she's here all the time. Yeah. We should start charging her rent in the press box. I'm telling something. you, I don't know if like anybody can afford rent in Oakland right Nobody now. Nobody can. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, but it's a beautiful place. It is. A and be- we do it because we care. Um, <laughs> you know what? You get what you pay for. And it's really, really expensive to live here, but it is one of the best places in the world. I will. So. I have an idea for like an exit strategy for the show. Okay. It's called Rose. So the rose is one thorn. This is completely unscripted, by the way. Yeah. This is one thorn, one petal. So like (gasps) one petal to take away from today, Mm. one thorn to take away from today. I can go first. Go go ahead because I'm going to have to think about it for a second. So my petal was, I was in a very bad mood the moment I arrived at the stadium. No, nothing to do with my job at all. I was just like having a rough day. The moment I walked in, my secure, my favorite security guards greeted me and like, everything was fine. Um, everybody in the clubhouse is amazing. I remember how much I love the guys and like, um, the front office, the communications department, it was just like, oh man, obviously I nailed my Bolte interview and yeah. yeah. And everything (laughs) was really cool. My thorn was, I didn't, I didn't like, I, I laid into myself a little bit too hard. I did. I didn't have enough grace with myself. Yeah. You need yeah. to give yourself a little bit more respect because yeah. you do a fantastic Thank job. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I, maybe it's the bourbon talking, but you are wonderful. <laughs> it is not the bourbon talking, <laughs> but it was, it was but really, I mean it. Yeah. It, thank you. It was really cool. Just like, you know, I, I was nervous for a lot of things and then, you know, there's certain people you want to impress, but then, you know, me as a person, I literally do not care but uncle Mark, Mark Ling, I call him our, our communications <laughs> okay, manager yeah. is absolutely fantastic. I want to impress him all the time, not just for my job, but just as a human being and him and Olivia said, like, I nailed the interview and that's, that's nailed it. adding to the pedal. Yeah. So. Don't, yeah. Don't assume that something's going to go wrong. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I think my thorn was giving you an absolute panic attack about the pronunciation of Bolte. Mm-hmm. Um, but my rose was being excited for this. Yes. Because we got last call. I will I'm, say Amelia has been so excited about I'm this. I'm so amped up. Um, I'm amped up for all are getting his first big league win, but yes. I'm also amped up for this show and it's going to be really, really exciting going forward too. So I, I want to cheers again. And too. I have a funny like anecdote to leave on. Mm-hmm. I was in the um, elevator heading to Kotze post-game availability. Somebody said, wow, um, the Astros made Adam Aller look like Adam Wainwright. And then as I was leaving for the second time, like to leave, leave, um, I ran into a media member of the opposing team. And he said, I saw a tweet that said, wow, the Astros made Tony Kemp look like Barry Bonds. No, first of all, I want Tony Kemp to look like Tony Kemp because Tony Kemp is awesome. It's still a compliment. But you're right. It is a compliment. You're right. He looked like a power hitter today. I was very much like, let's go. Well, and he even said that the first half of his outing was probably the worst first half he's had in his professional career. And I mean, heading into the season, he was just fantastic. He, I mean, the A's had, this is. Well, can I lay a stat on you, by the way? Tony Kemp. I believe seven for 14 against Jake Odorizzi. There it is. Yeah. Batting 500, a cool 500. If you don't believe him. in BVP, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> Batter versus pitcher. Oh, okay. 
it comes from like you have to explain to, to everyone, fantasy yeah. fantasy baseball players are very like bvp doesn't matter but it does i've talked to so many pitchers and hitters who are like this guy maybe it's a placebo me. effect maybe it's like hey i you know i hit well against this guy maybe it's maybe it's like just the way it comes out of his hand when i was playing softball i there yeah. were certain pitchers i loved. oh yeah and listen i'm not a big leaguer i understand but there were certain pitchers that i love to hit in college softball well and- you saw my tiktok People are always like, Jessica, you never played professional baseball. I'm like, what? <laughs> Stop. Stop. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's lying. In my heart, you did. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Cheers to the last call. Cheers. Woo. This is the last call. Last This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 